Welcome back to the Girls Talk Ag podcast, plowing through the manure online. This week, I have Jen and Karen with me, of course. Say hi, guys. Yo. Yo. Karen's in the middle of solving a phone conundrum. You got to love cell phones, right, Karen? I know. <laughs> it's like for a funeral for somebody. I'm like, I don't, uh, your dad's died. Died. I don't, I don't, oh, my, yeah, I don't know who this is. Yeah. Okay. Sorry for your loss, but delete this number. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, if you if you're listening, we're sorry for your loss. But, but Karen is not the Karen you think she is. Um, so this week we wanted to, you know, we've had a lot of conversations about food labels, uh, modern food practices, you know, all kinds of things like that. But one thing that really caught our attention this week um, was food safety. Or I mean, it, it always catches our attention, but this was something that just kind of uh, showed up as something we should be talking to uh, just to kind of give a backstory here. Uh, a farm in North Carolina um, participated basically in the voluntary recall of 207 million eggs um, this week. So, uh, or last week, excuse me. So that's, they said over 20, more than 20 consumers became ill from a suspected salmonella poisoning. The recall is the largest of eggs in the U.S. since 2010, um, when more than 550 million were recalled from two Iowa farms, according to food, the website Food Safety News. So um, we wanted to kind of talk about that because there were a few folks that had kind of started saying, oh, my eggs aren't safe. What does this mean? What, you know, what do I do now? Blah, blah, blah blah. And so we just want to talk a little bit more about modern food uh, production practices, right? And food safety overall. Is that kind of the direction we want to head, guys? I want to make sure I'm not speaking out of turn here. Yeah, it works for me. Sounds good to me. Okay. So um, where should we start? Uh, what are you guys, I mean, what did you see in, in some of your research? Uh, of course, it, it unfortunately, there was an article that came out in Bloomberg that I had seen that um, basically you know, started claimed that uh, government ex- inspectors had found rodents scurrying in manure pits, which I'm going to be honest is gross, but it's, I don't know if it's that. Hello. Go ahead, Jen. Say that again. What? The government inspectors found rodents scurrying in manure pits. Um, I'm sorry, but I, you can try as hard as you want. You will never, ever get 100% of rodents out of shit manure. That's, yeah. And that's, I mean, that. so that was kind of my, I mean, anyone that's worked in the grain industry, plug your ears, anyone that's sensitive and is eating a piece of bread right now, you know, will tell you that uh, rodents are a part of, of life to a certain extent. But what they're saying is that government inspectors found these rodents. Um, equipment was coated with grime and food debris and outside an outside swarm or and outside a swarm of large flying insects too numerous to count um it was was found who's counting flying insects i'm glad that's not my job i don't know right that's why any any more than three flying insects is too numerous for me to count but so they said this was a a a common Issue, unsanitary conditions were found during multiple inspections of this farm facility in Hyde County, North Carolina, uh, and that allowed for the proliferation and spread of filth and pathogens throughout the facility that could cause the contamination of egg processing equipment and eggs. Now, that's what the USDA is saying um, on this. Excuse me, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Um, And so... uh, 
that's been part of it, I guess you could say. Is it? But you know, it'd be amazing to me to to uh, see any sort of production, you know, wide scale production, perhaps not have some sort of report flag, some sort of issue, you know, and so it's easy to kind of see it in in hindsight, but we've been kind of looking into this for the last week or so. What did you guys find that kind of caught your attention and, and uh, made you think when it came to, to this particular issue? Did you guys do much to, to look into it at all or, or no? Go Karen. You did. I'll be honest. I didn't. On the eggs. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so Roseacre Farms in North Carolina had 200 million eggs in nine states that were recalled Mm -hmm. for salmonella. So I kind of just looked into how does salmonella, you know, how does that get into the system? Mm -hmm. And it can go a couple different ways. It can be actually the chicken itself can be infected and the bacteria can be living in like the oviducts or the ovary. And the bacteria can get in the egg before the shell is formed or afterwards it can get in a couple ways. If the chicken is nesting on it, it can get feces on it, which, okay. Or the processing facility can somehow be contaminated, which is kind of the, the uh, roundabout uh, way, or at least, you know, kind of the direction it seems that this report is saying is that, oh, it's because of the processing equipment that is causing the contamination when the reality is anyone that, that handles chicken or eggs, um, you know, knows that salmonella is, is a part of their existence. I mean, it's not every chicken, it's not every egg, but it, for me, I, I won't touch an egg without washing my hands. Maybe I'm a a unique person, but you don't handle (laughs) raw chicken without washing your hands either. You know, and the principle's the same. So like if it's in your refrigerator, you wash your hands before you touch it? Not before or after. After I touch it. Yeah. Before, I don't really care what I introduce contamination-wise. But And the other thing is, is I cook it totally because I hate... There's nothing grosser than egg yolk uncooked. (gasps) Makes me sick. It's gross. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. So when you eat, so when you eat, like our homemade ice cream has raw eggs. So you won't eat mm-hmm. homemade ice cream with raw eggs in it. Oh, I would eat it. Yeah. I mean, oh, I'm just curious. It's a risk I'm it's, willing to take. Like cookie dough, right. homemade ice cream. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm aware you of mean, that. Risk, you mean but, like, you mean like a runny raw egg? Yeah, that's gross. Yeah, by itself, like egg blah, over blah, blah. easy that people dip right. toast in. No, don't. With no do sugar it. added to it. sugar and butter. Yeah. And yeah okay. Gotta, okay. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, but I'm just picking. One of the things that the guy from, let's see, he is a, let's see, he's at North, he's a food safety specialist at North Carolina State, Benjamin Chapman. Um, He said, don't eat foods with raw or undercooked eggs unless they're pasteurized and make sure you cook your yolks and whites until they're firm. And if it's in a casserole, it should be up to 160 degrees Fahrenheit. You should refrigerate your eggs in 40 degrees or less to stop bacterial growth. And one thing that's required in the U.S. is that all eggs must be washed before they mm-hmm. are sold. Yeah. Which is, which is, um, I think, are we the only country that does that? Is that right? Not sure. I know like in China and Vietnam, their eggs are stored on the shelf because they're never washed. Really? I didn't there's, know that. There's something. Oh, yeah. There's something about the the washing process that we do here in the United States removes that um I don't want to call it a layer, but there's something on the egg that protects it. And that's why our eggs have to be refrigerated. 
Interesting. I didn't know that. Which I mean, it would make sense, I guess. Um, and, and you know, when it comes down to it, that they—I don't know. And, and so that was the one thing that I kind of found interesting is that someone had shared it this article on Facebook and said, "Well, this is why I I have chickens at home." Oh God, chickens at and home. I, Sorry I, if I offended <laughs> someone. You know, and I I wanted to say. And I didn't because I I just choose, you know, not my circus, not my monkeys on Facebook. Maybe I have to give in my, you know, turn in my advocate card, um, <laughs> you know, because I didn't correct them. But chickens, whether they're your pets, I'm using air quotes, or whether they are used in modern food production, you know, quote unquote, industrial use, you know, per this person is what they, you know, industrial chickens, which makes me picture like Rosie the Riveter, but with a chicken wing, like, (laughs) you know, and uh, I'm just like, honey, salmonella is in a chicken, no matter what, you know what I mean? So like, no, I don't wash our eggs before I use them again, you know, but I I do make sure... Colton, you know, I do make sure that Colton, if he's going to eat eggs, it's, um, they're cooked. They're cooked until they're firm. You know what I mean? Like there's no chance of, of runny egg condition. You know what I mean? And, and stuff like that. I'm just, I'm. He's like a big egg eater, isn't he? Oh, three a day. Dude eats three yeah, eggs in the morning. Yeah. yeah. We both do. So like we go through like two dozen eggs in a week. Like it's ridiculous. And they're house. like an amazing source of protein. Oh, I love them. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And, uh, and so, you know, this hasn't slowed up my egg consumption by any means. Um, you know, there's so many things that, uh, you can do to, to protect yourself. Um, you know, and, and so I was kind of disappointed in reading that article, you know, that had claimed that, there were dirty conditions or, or whatever, you know, because like you said, I mean, have some sort of food production and you tell me if you're capable of like completely removing pests from that environment, you know, maybe I'm looking at and, it wrong. And now, right. And, and now I, I want to say also that I didn't see the conditions, so I don't know, but I'm just saying rodents and manure and, and, you know, I'm sorry, it's disgusting, but so is the fact that an egg comes out of a chicken's asshole. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. I've got to. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it, it does. And, and I'm, I'm all about knowing where your food comes from because I'm a producer, except for eggs. My eggs come from the grocery store. Right. That's Birds right. and chickens are disgusting. They just show and up. I don't, Your eggs just th- yeah, show up. Yeah, my eggs just show up at the grocery store. Yeah. And and I'm not, if you want to have, a, the great thing about living in the United States is if you want to have backyard chickens, more power to you. Yeah. But I've, I've told multiple friends, no, I don't want your eggs because they have chicken shit on them. Right. <laughs> well, and they're like, well, we'll wash them. And I'm like, no, because- Somebody makes money washing eggs, and that person I love. Yeah, yeah. I have I've been to a laying a laying farm, a Midwest poultry up in northern Indiana. Yeah, absolutely immaculate facilities. It's amazing. Yeah. They're, I mean, the birds are well cared for. The eggs are handled almost hands off really the way they're handled um the facility was clean i didn't look for rodents in the manure i guess i should have i don't know i just i just know how hard it is to produce food and 
I'm glad somebody else is doing the egg production. Yeah, and it saves you that. And I mean, that's been part of the conversation here as of late is that the reason that we've seen this, I just read an article not long ago, the significant increase in um, in uh, uh, salmonella that we're seeing in like urban situations and stuff like that is the backyard um chicken it is uh flock yeah i almost it is backyard chicken flocks and i don't and i'm not opposed to them if you want to but backyard chicken flocks carry a lot of disease and pests well i was gonna say do they think they can't keep they can keep the rodents out of their backyard chicken coops and and I mean, back- I know we have rodents in our backyard. Yeah, and backyard chicken coops also lead to um, then birds, regular freaky birds, you know, that and fly around. Birds. I hate birds. But yeah. they they then intermingle with those backyard chicken flocks, and they're harmful to to um, hog producers as well because they spread disease. I mean, it's it's a you know, and and on production egg laying farms or whatever you want to call them. I mean, they're very controlled and indoors and, and yeah, I toured one in Arizona on a farm bureau, you um, farm, farm bureau, young leaders trip. And um, they're kind of amazing. Yeah. They have so many chickens per cage, which I know people get upset about the cages, but they were all in the same corner anyway, even when, you know, they were all flocked together. They weren't using half, you know, three quarters of the cage anyway. But we went through the facility, and um, this particular facility actually had a lot of prisoners working in it, in the egg washing and whatnot. Um, And he said it worked really well because, A, they got paid more, but a lot of them, when they finished serving their time, have gone to work full-time for him and done well. That's awesome. Uh, So, but I just thought it was neat, you know, that, so, and backyard chickens, so it's not the crap on the shell that bothers me it's like you know did they candle them are they sure there's nothing creeping in there (laughs) (laughs) right i don't want to i don't want to open a half you know a chicken egg and see a head come out you know what i mean (laughs) dude have you ever had that happen though where you've opened up an egg before and you're like oh my god this one i don't even know how it happened but i had one one time where it was like this was you know not half chicken by any mean but it was yeah, no, and then I went back to the story. I've never had that happen, and I assume that it was just an irrational fear of mine, but thank you for confirming that it can now be true. <laughs> oh, <I can't>. oh. <laughs> Unfortunately, and, uh, I mean, at least it, I had it happen like once or twice where I was like, whoa, wow, whoa. And so, but I still ate them. I mean, it may have taken me a few weeks to get over it and to forget what happened, and now I'm remembering again, but uh, I don't think I get over that. But that was one of the cool things at the farm was they had like the laser that they, you know, it would, sh- it would shine through them and then it, the laser would flick off any that yeah. weren't, you know, yeah. deemed, it's cool. deemed yeah. you know, edible. And then it would go in um, and then they would put them in the cartons and there were like 25 different company cartons that the eggs from this facility yeah. were going into. So I always yeah. think that's funny. Um, I, you know what? But yeah, it was really interesting. And one thing, like in the whole processing thing, there was a lot yes. of sudsy soap. Like everything was getting washed constantly. The floors, the equipment, um, everything. Oh, like but the, yeah, it was the really people are to- wearing, I, I don't want to say hazmat suits and sound freaky, but they're yeah, wearing like yeah. white tie- Tyvek suits and their hair's up in hairnets. And 
Yeah, and so they don't get, you know, yeah, because they have the Tyvex because they're always washing right. stuff, and then that way they're just not soaking wet yeah, at the end of right. the day. Yeah, uh, But that just... And there were rooms that we couldn't go into, and we could see into them through the windows, but, you know, they just didn't want us trekking through there. And I believe we also had, like, you know, disposable booties mm-hmm. on our shoes. Yeah. yeah. And that, I mean, that's... So, But I thought it was rather interesting. The only weird thing was... Like, there's piles around that are, like, manure piles, like, around before they go out to spread them. But that's also where the dead chickens end up, uh-huh. is in the piles. <laughs> it's organic matter, unfortunately. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's really? the, Yeah. It's, I mean... In this particular facility, right. like, eight years ago, yes. And that would Whether they prob- still do that or not, I don't know. Yeah, that was before the big bird flu epidemic in oh, 14. True. Um, so I would imagine that it might be quite a bit different. I- now for some reason i thought they were incinerated up at midwest think, but don't quote yeah me I think, but I, and I think the ash may be mixed in with the the manure potential yeah, yeah. so and that might have been with this it might have been the ash mixed in because it was very dark yeah right um yeah but yeah it was interesting and you know the chickens these seemed fine i know in so there's different types of eggs too which i guess we could talk a little bit about mm-hmm. so there's the ones in the cages there's ones that are cage free which means they're just all in a big barn together and there's so many square feet per chickens, but they're all in the same corner. Yeah. Um, and then there's another one where that it's cage free, but they can't also have access to the outside. Maybe that, so they don't have to go outside and a lot of them don't go outside, but they can go out in the sunlight and come back in. And the, those are called a uh, free range. Free range. No, what are they? Or pasture. I know. I thought they were free. I and don't quote me. I don't know. There, yeah. There's the, yeah. There's the three kinds of chickens. Um, it's kind of yeah. When you see them, they chickens are chickens dumb, are dumb. First of all, and the, chickens people want to be really um, picky about what chicken. <laughs> oh, well, I need to know what my chickens eat. Your chickens are eating other chicken shit. They're eating rodents. They're eating bugs. bugs everything. <laughs> other chickens. And when they're being produced. On a modern facility, they're eating corn and chicken feed. And meal, soybean meal, and other meal. blended, yeah, stuff like that. In a modern facility, I would I would trust modern egg production above a chicken pecking around out in someone's yard any day. Now, right, because not, they'd be eating mice droppings, the actual mice. They'd be eating any insects. They'd be eating all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's, and so, you know, I saw some folks start talking about, you know, well, this is why I have my own, or this is why I, I, you know, don't like modern food production and blah, blah, blah. And the reality is, um, you know, for one, we, we could easily trace back. I mean, the illnesses had just started, um, you know what I mean? And, and we were able to, to quickly trace back and, and, you know, kind of pull, out of, or at least allow consumers to know um, that they need to pull, you know, these certain eggs out of the the pipeline. And uh, the the egg farm itself has paused distribution at this point in time. Um, you know, so they're working to, to clean up, figure out where the problem's coming from. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things that they voluntarily recalled. So they aren't pushing... They didn't wait until the FDA, you know, said that you have to, um, you know, you have to recall these things because blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, and it, sa- it says that uh, you can buy pasteurized 
eggs too, which I didn't know about. Um, but it said you, it may seem a little silly, but you can wash your eggs before you break them because if there's salmonella, it would be on the eggshell. Now, at what temperature do you have to, because this right here, we were talking about food, safe food handling, keeping hot foods hot, cold foods cold, washing hands, utensils and utensils and surfaces with hot soapy water before and after handling foods. Um, what, do you know what temperature you have to cook it to, to, to kill salmonella? It says what it said, if you were making like egg casseroles or, you know, some type of with that, putting eggs in it to put it up to 160 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. So you always want to check your temperature. At least I think when it comes to cooking anything that could contain disease, E. Coli, Mm -hmm. uh, salmonella, anything of that nature. And and I, that's just a, a principle when it comes to safe food handling, not necessarily something that comes down to to food production, I guess, if it makes sense to, you know, folks listening right. to and me. And they I mean, can pick up salmonella anywhere along the way. I mean, if somebody yeah. was dirty, you know, opening egg cartons at the store with dirty hands, I mean, theoretically, they could probably get it that way too, I guess. But although they're probably kept below the right temperature. I don't know. It's There's so many air- places that it could have gotten in the, into the system. Yeah. I know if the, if the hens themselves, even if they have the bacteria in their intestinal tracts, they don't show any symptoms. No. So no. it's not like you see a sick bird and you can take them out of the system and make sure that their eggs aren't in it. So. Yeah, But, you know, people like their eggs and it takes a lot to make that many eggs. And so, you know, those facilities are huge. And well, that's what this one said. They, they produce two million <laughs> eggs and uh, that facility, that particular facility, I think it said they produce two million eggs um, a day. That's how many. But that's a mm-hmm. lot. And, and But, you know, according to the CDC mm-hmm. here, the Centers for Disease Control, salmonella infections cause 1.2 million illnesses a year. That's crazy mm-hmm. to me. Like, that scares the shit out of me. Yeah. And some of the symptoms, um, just so people know, the symptoms are diarrhea, stomach cramps, and fever that set in about 12 to 72 hours after eating. And they'll last four to seven days. And obviously, young children, elderly, or anyone with a weak immune system is more susceptible. And um, those are kind of important because there are other foodborne illnesses that have the same symptoms, but the symptomology takes longer before it comes into play. So I think it was, yeah, E. coli is what, like, um, it's like four to seven days later that you get the symptoms. So it takes a while to incubate in your system before it actually has an effect on you. Well, and that was the one thing that I found kind of interesting when we were talking about, you know, again, we saw sort of this outrage over, you know, egg production and and salmonella and eggs. And I I don't know what it is about our protein sources and us getting so tied up about, you know, oh my God, this meat had this in it and that's why they recalled it. Or these eggs have salmonella and that's why they recalled it and this is terrible. You know, in the meantime, right now we have, uh, you know, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention issued another warning on Monday uh, about an E. coli outbreak related to romaine lettuce. So, and I hadn't even heard that until you'd said it earlier today. Oh, that's that's new. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it just came out, and consumers nationwide are now being told to throw out any and all store bought romaine lettuce. Is it just the unpackaged, or what about the actual packaged ones? Oops, I just ate some for lunch. The, it's the actual package, so including salad, okay. salad mixes. It said it, when I what I read earlier today said not romaine, like heart of romaine, like if you have 
the actual, you know, how you can buy the. Oh, I have the hearts of romaine. That's what we had for <laughs> lunch. So were we in the good? Yeah. I'm in the but good. go Thank to the God. store and get Chris some of that bagged romaine and see. He will lose weight. Yeah. Backs. Just watch him and like put your hands together like George Burns and see what happens. But. I didn't know about the recall, honey. I'm sorry. Right? So it says... Well, if that's E. coli, I mean, that could take four to seven days. So you could blame it on just about anything. There you go. This says the Pennsylvania-based Fresh Foods Manufacturing Company issued a voluntary recall of ready-to-eat salads in clear plastic containers due to potential for contamination. The 8,757 pounds of recalled salads were produced between April 9th and 12th and sold in Indiana, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. So, you so should be good as, and what did they as long as it wasn't a pre-made salad. Uh, e. coli. Did they, did they, did they find the source? Uh, I mean, like, they, what was it, like, eight years ago, lettuce was recalled because a deer had crapped on the yeah. field or something? I mean, they take that um, very seriously. And that same tour that oh, I yeah. was on in Arizona, we went to um, a, a field where they were growing cilantro. And they were hand harvesting the cilantro, but the farm manager was telling us that every day during the growing season, he, he and another guy walk the perimeter of every field and inspect to make sure that they see no tracks because if they see animal tracks and, and they can't figure out where or what path it took through the field, they have to condemn that field. Yeah. And he also said, you know, if like a feather drops into the, um, field they quarantine 10 feet all the way around it if they can't figure out how it got there see birds are disgusting and the worst thing i guess would be if like a coyote killed a bird in the field then it's just like all you know (gasps) it's all bets are off and i mean it's a whole waste and and one of the things they had a porta potty out there and you had to go to the the workers could go to the porta potty they had to wash use it come back out and wash again so yeah. and they had to wash their you know oh, their wow. shoes their hand I mean everything so but I mean that wasn't the worst part these poor people were crawling across the ground harvesting small bunches of cilantro because they har- they cut them they tag them and they put them directly in the box that is shipped to your grocery store so yeah you think your job I mean, sucks you I mean, go hand harvest cilantro see and the thing that the thing that gets right. Yeah, the thing that gets me about, and we live in a country where food choice is, that's that's our thing, we have it, but can you imagine if you had to grow all your own food? People are so, such assholes, quite frankly, sometimes about their food, but they don't have to grow, they don't have to do any well, of this. the work themselves, and food is freaking cheap. But they will be the first to sue the farmer if something yes. like this comes up. And, and that was what my point was with, you know, everyone kind of up in arms and sharing it on Facebook about the egg um, recall when it was only January 4th of this year that people were told to also stay away from romaine lettuce. So this is the second time in four months that romaine lettuce has, has been kind of pointed to as a concern over E. coli. And that gets me because isn't a lot of it grown indoors in a hydroponic system? It seems to me that that would be much easier to contain an outbreak as opposed to being out in the field with wildlife around. Yeah. And perhaps 
the FDA.gov slash safety slash recalls just to see what else has been recalled. And there's been a ton in the last two months. Um, and it's been, I, most of them were for salmonella or listeria. And some of them are salmonella and some of them are potential salmonella. So it just kind of depended. But there were several things. And I have a list here if you guys want to talk about some of them. Um, yeah. The first one it's not always just food. One of the biggest ones that was on there several times was a dietary supplement with Kratom, K-R-A-T-O-M, that had um, salmonella. There was a soft cheese brie with listeria. Which is why you aren't supposed to eat soft cheeses during pregnancy, right? Uh, Because you can run that that issue. Even not pregnant. Several recalls for raw pet food. For both salmonella, listeria, and E. coli, there were different instances. And I'm like, what raw? the hell's raw pet food? That's what I thought. But there were a lot of them. Um, and it's not just um, it's not just conventional food. There are several organic products on here, too. And one of them was Bob's Red Mill Organic Amaranth Flower. And if you don't know, okay. amaranth is a pigweed. So Flower out of that? Look at you yeah, found your use. You Didn't you want to... Find a, a use Well, I've it? seen amaranth flower before. I've seen it in organic baby food. Um, in other parts of the world, amaranth flower, not not specifically like water hemp that we have in our fields, but amaranth flower is more of a staple in other cultures. Um, but that had salmonella. O- organic coconut smiles. I don't know what that is, but that had salmonella. There were mini eclairs with listeria. delicious. Um, and it's not just smaller companies. Mm. King Arthur coconut flower was on there. The Oregon, this one. Interesting. Well, they can do about anything with coconut, can't they? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, the Oregon Food Bank pumpkin seeds were recalled for listeria, and they had another warning for the Oregon Food Bank chia seeds, which may contain rodent droppings. Now, how do you tell a chia seed from a rodent dropping? (laughs) This is why I eat donuts. (laughs) Not going to lie. I know. And then there was a the maiden's cream the maiden's creamery raw goat milk cheese, which you shouldn't you should eat anything with yeah, raw milk. Yeah. And there was some botanicals, um, Star West botanicals organic cardamom pods. Um, Donuts, and there was a Tucker's Tucker's pork and bison box with um, that was potential salmonella. But one of them that was on there too was River Valley alfalfa sprouts. And in my head, alfalfa sprouts sprouts always have issues. And I looked it up because I like to get alfalfa sprouts on my Jimmy John sandwich. And they had put it back on their menu. But then every time I asked for it, they kept saying they didn't have any. And I found an article that said um, that as of January, they st- Jimmy John's halted all alfalfa sprouts because they've had like seven or eight recalls in the last, I don't know, however many years. And they just didn't want to chance it anymore. So what is an alfalfa <laughs> sprout anyway? Please explain. Like, So they take the alfalfa seed. Okay. And the seeds themselves can have, you know, the contaminant on them. And you can wash them a little bit, but they said that like even like the bleach wash that sometimes they use with vegetables, it's not a bleach, it's but it's like a calcium chloride or something. Um, it doesn't take enough of it off. And then they take and to make an alfalfa sprout, they put it kind of, they don't necessarily put it in between warm, wet paper towels, but it's kind of like that, yeah. you know, to get them to sprout. So it's a warm, humid environment. So to get those to sprout is also the same environment that helps the bacterial grow. 
And then after that, they just kind of wash them with water like you would any other fruit or vegetable. And that just doesn't take enough of them off. So Interesting. But I love me some alfalfa Okay, I'm going to confess something here. I'm going to confess something here. I don't wash my fruit like I should. I don't either. That's not metaphor for anything either, but... (laughs) (laughs) I do wash my lady fruit, but my berry... I don't. I I don't. I'm sorry. My mom the other day was over here helping me, like, make fruit pizza for my blog. And she's like, now, you really need to wash and dry your fruit really good. And I'm like, why? (laughs) She's like, Jennifer, you don't wash your fruit? I wash it before I give it to the kids, but I don't necessarily (laughs) wash it for myself. That's and Jen, your kids are old. Yeah, your kids are old. Their immune system should be fine. And they've yeah, yeah. And they've survived this long because I didn't <laughs> yeah. wash them when they were younger. Either. They're drinking out of mud puddles. You don't wash your fruit. They're fine. Look at them. That's You're fine. Missing. It's amazing they're still alive. I, it probably is. They have pretty pretty tough. I immune find systems. myself, you know, a lot of times too. Like I, I, I don't necessarily wash as wash my fruit as well as I should either. And I'm like, oh, I got to do that because Colton is. Right now he's hooked on blackberries, um, raspberries, mm. you know, he loves mm. fresh fruit. And I'm just like, oh, I've got to, you know, I really should be using what vinegar. Um, oh, I didn't go that you know, far. Whatever. I just use regular water. But. Citrus. Works. Do you? And that's, I do that. But I, 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 uh, I feel guilty sometimes because I'm just like, I really should be doing this and I'm not, you know, kind of deal. But um yeah, I I don't know. And it but that's the thing is I'm so crazy about food safety and then I'm like, "Oh, whatever." <laughs> like it'll be all right, you know, but well, and I think number well, I don't know why I said number. I think also, wait a minute, I lost my train of thought. Oh, all those recalls that Karen was talking about earlier, you know, organic this or smaller companies that we don't hear about. You're going to hear about like this egg recall because they provide a lot of yeah. freaking eggs. Well, King Arthur's Flour is a big company, but since it was coconut flour and not regular flour, that might be and why. not regular flour. Yeah, a lot of those recalls, you know, people are like, they're not a big deal or you don't hear about them because they don't affect a huge number of people. Yeah. And so but people even, are all outraged. Even the ones that we have, even counting this egg recall, out of all of the food that is consumed in the U.S., what's recalled is a yeah, very on small a daily percentage. Basis. Yeah, exactly. So, but I, um, and we're and we're blessed that we have this recall system. To be honest with you, because food itself is expirable. I mean, it is. It is something. Well, that and we have the luxury expires. that we can throw away food. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I don't. Yeah, need there's a lot of countries where raw eggs with milk salmonella. cheese to survive. Yeah, you know, right. I can eat the Kraft American single cheese in my fridge. You right, know, you're good. The to Kraft go on dinner that one. with the powdered cheese. You no, know, and that's why I mean, so. when it comes down to it, um, you know, that's one thing. And it was just kind of interesting to me to see, like I said, um, you know, the outrage because you, you have two you know, somewhat major, you know, food products, you know, lettuce and eggs are used in the the average American household probably daily um, for the most part. And the outrage over one and the lack of information over the other. And it just kind of got me thinking, I'm like, is it because it's a protein source? Is it because 
it comes from animals. So it makes people, it gives someone a pedestal to stand on and say, this is because you're mistreating chickens. That's why we have salmonella. You know what I mean? Like that's, yeah, that's true too. Yeah. And there's always, else people are trying to yeah. shove into. I read something about one in 20,000 chickens is infected. So Yeah. But it said, it was very specific. It had said, I'm trying to think, it was the New York Times had said, um, bacteria can move into the hens, oviducts, or ovaries, infecting the eggs as they form. But the New York Times said these infections are rare, and only a few eggs actually hold the bacteria when laid. So okay, so it, um, it's it's very common, but it's not very common making it into the food system. Then right, right? and rarely do people get sick. Yeah, uh, obviously they did get sick off of this recall, which is why there was a recall. But you know, you shouldn't be afraid. Does it say how many people got sick? No, there were several. I don't want to mix it up with the ones Just I was great. reading, but no, there was obviously enough that to make it push the recall. Yeah. Um, right. Mm-hmm. But if anybody has I saw it. it was uh is in this instant number? uh in 22. Okay. 22 you know that's not I, I'm not not saying that 22 people shitting right. themselves is not a right, problem. But you know honestly in today's population that's not and a that's lot of people. people over 20 million 200 million eggs i mean that's a small percentage yeah and that's what this actually yeah. said yeah is that they have over 2 million eggs produced at the farm each day wow so to have 22 people sick and the, the one thing that it ever says here is you know obviously they were connected there was a, a connection you know that was how they discovered and they discovered pretty quickly okay you know, these people have salmonella, these people have all eaten these eggs, they've all came from this farm, which is amazing in and of itself, in, in my opinion. But it never states, you know, how, how are they eating them? Did they eat them? Were they eating them over easy? Were they eating, you know, is there something that, that, uh, which, I mean, obviously, well, they said too, a lot of people can have the salmonella and not have any symptoms. So yeah. if they were already compromised, it could obviously make it worse. But in most cases, they don't treat it. They just let it run its course. However, you know, if you get dehydrated or something that you could be hospitalized for. So, and if anybody has questions where their chickens, where their eggs came from, they can go to the USDA agricultural marketing service, poultry program website. And if you look on the end of your egg carton, where it has the date, it also has the letter P and a four to five digit number behind it. You go to that website and you go down to the portion where it says select the plant and you put in the numbers after that P and hit search and it will tell you where your eggs came from. And so when I searched mine um, that I have in my fridge right now, they came from automated egg producers in North Manchester, Indiana. So, yeah. However, mine are from March 29th because they were supposed to be for Easter. So we probably won't be eating those just because it's now... (laughs) April 19th but oh well so that's my that's like a gallon of milk going bad in my house like that's you know it never happens very rarely does it happen and uh but no I yeah I mean it's kind of cool to be able to know where your food comes from I especially like it you know simply because we sell feed or sell corn Mm -hmm. um to two large chicken to two, two large egg producers one is is Herbrook's in uh, Saranac, Michigan, and they actually provide a, a lion's share of eggs to McDonald's east of the Mississippi. 
And so that's fun. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause it's like the circle of life. And then another farm we sell into in Hudsonville. Um, and so I always used to like to go to the grocery store and buy their eggs just because it was like, Hey, you know, like, I played a role in this food production. Well, and there's so, a lot of different ways um, eggs are sold. Up in your area in northern Iowa, they sell a lot of cracked eggs. So they actually yeah, you know, Michael's they crack foods them and everything. Five gallon right, buckets right before they actually ship them. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of interesting too. And, and you Which know, a lot crazy. of those go to like places where like bakery type places. You know. Um, yeah. Like any of your pre-made stuff that you can buy at the store. So that's interesting, but. Um, the other thing is, if you have questions yeah. about, you know, my eggs say March 29th, I'm probably not going to chance it. But um, you can float your eggs to see if they're young or old. If they float. On- oh, so the eggs I used from February the other day probably weren't very Well, it good. depends on where you got them from. But if they float, then they're, um, they pro- their proteins have been breaking down from the bacteria. And that's what causes them to float. However, I read on um, Leah's website, buyerbeware.net, that grade A eggs are on average ready to be bought in the stores on three days old. So they're on average, they they can be bought in the store. When you buy them in the store, they're three days old. Yeah, eggs have pretty, I mean, they they, uh, collect wash triple wash box yeah. them up and they're out but when you talk to stores, people who have like their milk, own eggs they always say that they're so much fresher but okay so you got them out of the chicken's butt today but if the ones in the store are only three days old is it really worth all that work <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. And they also say you know oh well uh my chickens have really yellow yolks yeah. in their eggs. I'm like, that's what you feed yeah. the chicken. It has so nothing to do with So pasture-raised could be slightly different anything. looking because it's more bugs. Type thing. Yeah, it's whatever yes. they come in contact with versus it, It's whatever. So. It's more bugs. I did or... have one friend who is yep. somewhat, he, yep. he considered himself somewhat of a vegetarian in grad school. However, he did eat chicken because they were dumb and he had no respect for them. <laughs> really? So, yeah, he did. So well, there you go. That's interesting to me. Just that whole entire, like I said, that whole entire deal. What shoot drives people to to eat certain things? I guess you could say, you know. But um, so yeah, I don't know. I just I find it, it interesting, and I think it all boils down to like safe food practices um, and all of that, and uh, you know, just being aware of what you're doing, what you're using, where your food's coming from, I guess. Cook it, Um, clean it, cook it to the right temperature. Yeah. Wash your hands. You can contaminate a lot of stuff if you walk out of that bathroom without washing your hands. Ugh. Or if you use a blow, one of those blow dryer things. If you didn't wash your fruit right. That too. This is why I will not eat at buffets because <laughs> I don't know Forget what it. those other people did when they last washed their hands and what they've touched. You know, honestly, <laughs> um, to me, that is a breeding ground for food disease right there. Food illness. Someone told me one time I was at an airport and I said, I got a salad and they were like, um, you ate a salad at an airport. Like I will never eat anything at an airport that's uncooked. And so then I'm like, well, what does that difference does it make if I eat a salad at an airport or eat a salad at a McDonald's, I guess, you know, and now I'm scared to eat salads anywhere else. So I've eaten them um, at the airport. It, you know. They have those little 
So have I. They have those little Bye. fresh stands. I like those in, in O'Hare Airport where you can get the salad and you get cheese and grapes and stuff. I always buy from there. Yeah. Huh. The yeah, last time I, I went and got this That's vending good. machine, the salad in a mason jar out of a me- vending machine. Yeah. No, I did. It was awesome. That's <laughs> You're interesting. kidding. Yeah, it was good. Really? It was just, it That's wasn't, it wasn't glass. I would it was, be well, they had to, you know, keep them in refrigerated at the correct temperature, but. Right. Yeah, it was just like an entire meal yeah. in this right. like pl- plastic type yeah. mason jar. And huh. um, yeah, I liked it. I ate it on the way home too. So that's cool. Huh. And I'm still alive. So, you know, I've done a lot of stupid shit and I'm still alive. So if you're concerned, take a shot of bourbon after your <laughs> drink some whiskey, you'll feel better. So, but yeah, so we'd like your opinion, you know, as usual, what is, is your thought? Do you have certain foods that you avoid? Um, you know, stuff that if you don't, uh, if you don't make it, do you still eat it sort of deal? I mean, I know there are some people out there that flat out don't like to go out to eat. My dad's one of them. He hates going out to eat, which is funny. I would be skinny if I right? did that. For me, like homemade means I licked the spoon while I was making it. So <laughs> sometimes I forget. I'm like getting ready to go to a, you know, family party. And I'm like, oops, probably shouldn't have tasted the potato salad with the same spoon over and over and over again but what are you gonna do so that's wrong too wait a minute (laughs) (laughs) have you seen that thing that says when i say my food is made with love it means that i lick the spoon and put it back in that's true that's mine there you go it's like we kissed each other if you eat anything i've ever ate so you gotta love it but uh anything you guys want to add uh before we wrap her up for the day don't be scared to buy eggs. Eat them like exactly. you normally do. Eat more. They're good for yes. you. They're great for you. And drink milk with them. Lots of milk. Yeah. We need people to eat and drink. Uh, eat more eggs, drink more milk, and uh, have a steak with that, or too. Or bacon, whatever you prefer. Whichever, yeah, whichever right. you'd like. Uh, or a chicken. I am ready just for keep all of it. Just keep burgers. eating and quit yeah. bitching. Mm, I love yeah. pork Summer's burgers. here. I thought you were ready. Right? That's what warm up already here in Iowa we'll have to shovel to get the grill out but but no uh as always have a great week we thank you for listening and we'll see you next week